pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti, on our podcast this evening. Say rest in peace to local news. Quiz, who said to stop Iran's bomb, bomb Iran? And why you don't want to forget to eat your broccoli. Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Well, over there in Asia, Shanghai down, but the other two are up. Mixed over there in Europe, down here in the States, <clears throat> oil down, gold eh, flat, Bitcoin down. Here's what happened. Stocks slide amid trade worries. Qualcomm leads Tesla. Qualcomm shares fell 10.9%, their biggest one-day drop since January 2017, after a U.S. judge ruled the chip maker violated antitrust laws by unlawfully suppressing competition in the cell phone chip space. The news dragged down then. Eck Vector Semiconductor ETF down 1.9%. Shares of Qualcomm have been under pressure all month, falling nearly 20% wow. through Wednesday's close. Well, here's my question, because that's a huge telecommunications equipment maker. But how do you square that with this headline from the Wall Street Journal? Monopolistic power is growing around the world. And that's it. And who said that? The IMF. Who's the, the IMF? International Mafia Foundation. You got it. <laughs> Everybody's concerned about this. The monopolies are taking over. I keep talking about all we become is plantation workers on the global multinational plantations of Slavelandia. That's why you're seeing all of these populist movements. That's why you're seeing new parties spring up, except, of course, in the United States. So this is a very important issue because it's going to be continuing to be an issue as the bigs get bigger, more concentration of wealth in the hands of the few. So moving back on to the markets, retail sales were also under pressure. Lowe's fell nearly 12%. Nostrum fell over 9%. Mm. And remember, yesterday we reported that Coles and J.C. Penney's were down. Target moved up a little bit. They had better news, up 9%. But the real news that people were looking for, Doug, was the minutes coming out from the Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. So what they said, basically, is Fed minutes, no rate moves are coming for some time, even if the economy improves. And we're hearing hints now that they're repeating what I've been saying now for how many months? Over they, six. They're going to be lowering interest rates. So you can see where this is going. Gold, flat. Oil went down because stockpiles went way up. And the other one to watch, by the way, are copper prices. They're going down pretty sharply lately. And copper, they call it Dr. Copper because copper is used in everything from heavy industry to high tech. And China uses 50% or more of the copper being produced. So copper prices are slowing down, and there's concerns, too, of a global slowdown. The Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development came out today and said that the European Union needs to do more to stimulate their economy. Hmm. So that's where we are on the market front. But one more important element, and we said this about low interest rates, Go back to December, housing sales in Southern California down 20%. Guess what? 
Mortgage refinances surge 8% as rates fall to the lowest level since January. And here we go. They're down to 4.33%. Now, you've been telling us for months, and so far you've been right, you said they were going to go down. You still think that mortgage rates are going under 4%. I believe so. Okay. Because also, housing markets are struggling to grow. Mm -hmm. we, we're looking here, uh, existing home sales fell 0.4% in April, and compared to a year earlier, sales in April declined 4.4%, the 14th straight month of annual declines. So they're going to do more to keep this thing going. Well, you've been, on, you've been ahead of the curve on interest rates, and if you want to stay ahead of the curve, subscribe to the Trends Journal. It's easy. Go to trendsjournal.com and read history before it happens. We also like getting questions and comments from our audience members, and we have a good one here. Uh, with the business of China being business, is China's reach into Africa going to bring prosperity to African people or only to China? It'll bring as much prosperity as United Fruit brought to South America. <laughs> All right? That's not good. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. It'll probably be better overall because, I mean, the corruption going on in, in, in South America is horrendous. But the other one is the Belt and Road Initiative by China with their new yellow silk road. And that's going to bring prosperity as well, but it's also going to bring big debt levels, so they're concerned about that. I would say overall, considering the condition of Africa, mm -hmm. it'll be better than it is now. Okay. And again, part of that trend of China really taking over the business world uh, as we keep fomenting war here in the U.S. Well, here's another a business story that's a huge trend. Threat or promise, e-auto boom could cost industry jobs. Gerald, this uh, story comes out of Germany where Volkswagen, the largest automaker in the world, um, is creating its first all-electric plant and phasing out production of internal combustion engine cars built by generations of local workers. Well, again, yes, they're all going electric, but not with the technology that we have. A lot of this stuff is, is it, they can see the future, but we don't have the technology. The battery was invented in 1800. It only could hold, store so much power. So maybe hybrids, maybe something newer, but not what they have now. It's only gonna go so far at this point, but you can see the future coming. All right, and since we like your questions, you can send your questions and comments to TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. We do enjoy hearing from you. Well, here's a little quiz. Who said the following? To stop Iran's bomb, bomb Iran. Oh, John McCain. Bomb, 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 bomb Iran. Well, you get half credit for that because he did sing that and got caught singing that. But the guy who actually said to stop Iran's bomb, bomb Iran in 2015, is now in a major position of power in the Trump administration, John Bolton, National Security Advisor. That's right. That gives us some nice hopes, right, yeah. for the future. Well, again, we, oh, it's in your Trends Journal, a big story on Iran, what to expect, the quotes, the forecasts, the information that you won't find anywhere else. The New Trends Journal just came out today. It's history before it happens. And here's a headline from the New York Times, which has been behind the curve on Iran as it was with Iraq. Trump administration officials try to convince Congress of threat from Tehran. What do they say there? All right. 
Top American national security officials sought to convince a divided Congress on Tuesday about the seriousness of new threats from Iran as they defended intelligence that has prompted military deployments aimed at deterring attacks. Again, but read your Trends Journal. There is no intelligence. It's moronics <laughs> and lies. There's no data. Here's the same day, Wall Street Journal. Iran threat put on hold, acting defense chief says. So somebody's lying over here. U.S. intelligence in early May suggested Iran is, and its allies were planning attacks on U.S. interests, prompting the deployment of U.S. warships. The Trump administration hasn't detailed the intelligence, although officials have said that the military was concerned by indications that Iran or allied groups with transporting missiles in small boats, blah, 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 blah. It's, we, again, it's in your Trends Journal. It'll clear this up. All right, Gerald. Right, well, we're not only pumping up uh, threats of war with Iran, but now we're threatening Syria again. And this Again. Right? <laughs> now, yesterday we reported, and this was important, a damning leak of a document prepared by a leading investigator for the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons. The analysis established that gas cylinders found on top of an apartment block and blamed for the deaths of 49 Syrians could not have been dropped from the air, as was alleged, blaming the Syrian government. What's going on here? That story was not reported in any of the major media as we reported yesterday. And to follow up, you can't make this stuff up. Headline, U.S. says the president of Syria may be using chemical agents again. The toilet paper <laughs> a record selling hate. Maybe. Oh, Your Honor, maybe. Could you show me some proof? Hey, don't you know who I am? I'm a sick son of a bitch. Oh, I got to be proper. Was Sick son of a bastard. And I can say anything that I want and make up anything I want. USC signs Damascus may have used chlorine. Quote, this is from the government. We continue to see signs that Assad regime may be renewing its use of chemical weapons, including an alleged chlorine attack in northwest Syria on the morning of May 19, 2019, the statement said. Again, they proved there was no attack before, and now they're lying us into it again, and the disgusting media keeps selling their hatred and propaganda, and that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. And it's not bad enough that we're threatening Venezuela regime change, war with Iran, now we're pumping up Syria again. Again, yep. And um, Bolton, he loves it. Yeah, bomb, bomb, bomb Iran. Yep. All right, down under, maybe going down under, Australia had a rather su interesting surprise. Uh, the prime minister down there was expected to lose the election. He won it. It's called a stunning win. Why is this important? Well, here we go. And this is what the Financial Times said just before the election. This is just a day before the election. That the Labor Party led by Bill Shorten, a 53-year-old former trade union boss, the party holds the lead, in the polls, 51% over 49%. I guess they were wrong. But here's the thing. Quiet Australians hand Prime Minister a stunning victory. And he promised economic stability, jobs, and cuts to immigration. Mm. And the other important thing was that Australian voters didn't prioritize the green issues. 
climate change and economy loom large in Australian poll. No, they didn't. And here's the message. We're saying it's not going to be a big one in this election in the United States either. The candidates in the presidential reality show on the Democratic side are going to talk about it, but it all comes down to other issues. And those issues, by the way, are all in the new Trends Journal that just came out today. All right. Well, here's a big story, and it certainly relates to what we do here at Trend Vision 2020. New York Times editor predicts doom for local newspapers. Most will die. That's what he said. The greatest crisis in American journalism is the death of local news. Hey, guess what? He read the New Trends Journal <laughs> because you can't make this stuff up. Here we go. Rest in peace, the fourth estate. The daily newspaper is on life support. This is a great story by our executive editor, Derek Osinenko, who knows a thing or two about the news industry. He was in it for many, many years and came over to the Trends Journal because he saw where things are going and the need for information that will help you prevail and prosper in the times ahead. All right. So it's all in the Trends Journal. Now, impeachment pressure is growing in the House, and every photograph I see of Nancy Pelosi, she doesn't look very happy about it. Well, the impeachment pressure is not real in the sense that it's not going to accomplish anything, and that's why Nancy Pelosi isn't very happy. Ms. Pelosi has warned that Democrats risk overshadowing the bread and butter issues that her party is expected to rely on in the 2020 elections, and that Mr. Trump was, quote, goading us to impeach him. In the NBC News World Street Journal poll, 49% of registered voters said Congress should not hold impeachment hearings for Mr. Trump, while 17% said hearings should begin. Now, the important thing here is that even if the House were to impeach Mr. Trump, the Senate, being pro-Republican in numbers, is highly unlikely to convict him, so it will be just more stupid news that you can't use. Well, speaking of the presidential reality show... Uh, here's an interesting headline. Tulsi Gabbard's campaign is being boosted by Putin apologists. That doesn't sound right. No, that's the daily beast, the daily crap it should be called. It is a beast. Now, check this out. Some 75,000 people contributed to Tulsi Gabbard's campaign. Three of them are alleged Russians, and here they are. Stephen Cohen, he's an, act an activist, Sharon Tennyson, and someone using the name Goofy Grapes, <laughs> who may or may not have worked for the comedian Lee Camp, currently employed by Russia Today. So what they're saying is, this is again from the Daily Beast, the Hawaiian congresswoman is quickly becoming a top candidate for Democrats who think the Russian leader is misunderstood. This is the garbage that the media is putting out. And it's not only from the Daily Beast, it's from Nobody Cares, or what they like to call themselves, 
NBC. And we should mention, for those who may not have heard us talk about Tulsi Gabbard, because we've been championing her campaign for one reason and one reason only. She is anti-regime change and against all war, and the media is shutting her out. Here's what they said when she announced her campaign. The Russian propaganda machine is now promoting the presidential aspirations of a controversial Hawaiian Democrat. What makes her controversial? Because she's anti-interventionist. Hmm. And she, by the way, is a soldier. She was, she was in Iraq. And she knows what war looks like and hates it. So anyway, they're going after her. And it's time to occupy peace because of what we're showing you. If this keeps going, we're going to be occupying more war. Well, while the media seems to slant everything against Tulsi Gabbard, they seem to love Joe Biden. Headline, New York Times, Biden embraces big donors as rivals give them the cold shoulder. And why? Believing... The influx of cash outweighs the political costs. And he's 100% right because that's all America is. The campaigns are bought and paid for by the rich. Monopolies. All right. We're near the end here, but let's give some good news. All right. Natural compound found in broccoli reawakens the function of a potent tumor suppressor. This is in uh, the journalism, uh, the journalist magazine Science, which is a legitimate science uh, uh, magazine. Researchers um, say that uh, there's a molecule in broccoli, in other words, called cruciferous vegetables. That's kale, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. When they're cooked, they release a molecule that has been shown scientifically to help prevent cancer. So your mother was right, eat your broccoli. Oh, and by the way, how about cannabis and other natural healing elements? As I keep saying, if the planet could feed us, could it heal us? Natural healing, whole health healing, that's the future. Tune into it, learn about it, and live it. And you do that by subscribing to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. That's all the time we have for this evening. But if you join us tomorrow night, there'll be more Trend Vision 2020.